We talk about relationships all the time, but I want to share with you an experience that a former client had in a work situation. You've tuned in to When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime podcast. I'm Dr. Linda F. Williams. I take survivors of abuse and trauma from pain to purpose so that you take back your power, tap into the truth of who you are, and live your best life now. I had a client come to me one time. They were having a major issue with their business partner. Now, these two had met at a special dinner that they had signed up for, kind of like a VIP dinner type of thing, and they got to share in their experiences and felt an emotional draw to each other, and out of that came a business they could pull together, and they had written a book. Well, down the line, my client noticed that the partner was becoming unresponsive, combative, didn't want to own their their own responsibility for things. They were dropping the ball with respect to the business finances and trying to talk to his partner became this where everybody was just hollering at each other and not hearing each other and these circular arguments where no at the end of it everybody's frustrated and angry and they still haven't dealt with the doggone problem so one day i get this email my client beside himself i sends me this long letter that he'd written to this partner and the letter was full of emotion and you make when you act like this you make me feel like that and when you do this, I feel like that. I mean, the whole thing was just a conglomeration of emotion that I knew, judging from what I knew about his partner, was going to cause another circular argument where everybody's talking around the problem and getting nowhere. So I read the thing. I got up to like page eight. And I wrote them back. I said, this isn't going to accomplish a doggone thing. You keep blaming your partner for how you feel about stuff. And you're trying to blame him for what's your responsibility. Nobody can make you feel this or make you feel that. And I told that and I told him, I said, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pull all the emotion out of this. Just, just pull all the emotion out of it and in just two to three word sentences each list what you want. What is the core concern here from a business perspective? And then a little while later, I got another thing back where they had pulled out all of the emotion from the stuff and this over eight page letter became a simple bulleted list of specific things expectations for, for, for the business. Now, after that, they sent that to me, their little list. And I said, well, that looks better. So, you know, if you want to do this and you're owning your part in, in some of this thing, put the apology first and then the bullet pointed list of what your expectations are. So then he wrote me back and said, okay, he feels better about that. 
I didn't hear back about this situation again. Next thing I know, they telling me months down the line that they had cut that partner loose and moved on. And we had discussed that as a possibility. But they were talking about, well, we got this tied up financially and that tied up. And then we got this. And I had to ask him, look, what do you want, peace or profit? You need to make a decision as to what's more important to you. If you're going to go with the finances and not wanting to go through the dynamics of separating that stuff and putting a closure on the partnership, that you can't keep complaining about this knucklehead who has shown you who they are. If you think that peace is more important to you, choose a value. Act accordingly. I'm not telling you which one to choose, but choose a freaking value here. And apparently, he had decided he wanted peace. Now, in this whole exchange, it came a point where I had to give some hard, tough love to this guy. And what I basically told him was this. You guys are like two little boys on the playground yelling and screaming at each other and nothing's getting done. And I challenged my client. Now, this client had a background of being bullied, yada, 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 and some childhood trauma, okay? And uh, I basically told him, look, you're doing the same thing to that little boy that you got when you were growing up. Totally ignored. This little boy is jumping up and down in your face right now. And you can't see to embrace that little boy acknowledge him being there, and then move on to act like an adult in this. There's no adult in the room here. We got a problem. Houston, we got a problem. And I challenge him, because we already talked about in other videos how when we go through trauma, we get arrested development. Our development on some kind of level emotionally becomes arrested at the age where the trauma occurred. And having gone through that as a child, okay, I challenge him. Remember that little boy back there that used to get bullied all the time? Well, apparently you're ignoring him jumping down in your face. It led you into another bullying experience. Only this time it's on the professional front. And I challenge him, you need to go back and address that little boy because he keeps jumping up and down in your face. You can't even be an adult in this situation because he's jumping up and down in your face. Remember me? Remember me? And on some level, I challenge him with, you feel bullied. Again, this is a prime example of how this could play out in your professional life. Well, like I said, down the line, apparently this client had decided, okay, I'm going to cut that joker loose. He happy, okay? Now, I don't know what went on with the partner, but this is a prime example. See, the thing we talk about in relationships, I'm always couching those in like a, a, a romantic situation or a marriage situation, but we got to begin to talk about this on a professional front. The same dynamics that drive us into toxic relationships on a romantic front are the same dynamics that can lead us into toxic partnerships in our careers, in our professional lives. So don't think that you can have it all together in one area of your life and not have it all together in another. Now, in my last video where I talked about 
the Fraser situation, Fraser's crisis, I talked about how we can look on the surface like we're just doing it up in our professional lives, in our personal lives, are shot to heck. You should never be living a life where your professional life outshines your personal life. And you should never be living a professional life where you are being bullied, disconsidered, and beat up, always stressed, and always feeling like the, in a one-down, stressed-out position because of the people that you're having to deal with. Now, in this situation, the guy was in a partnership. He was in a position to cut that loose. But when you're in a situation where you have a boss that you're dealing with that might be narcissistic or toxic, and you know that if you go to the higher ups, it's going to always come back with some crap like, well, it's a management style thing. Oh, don't get me started on that mess. I heard that up to here as a labor management leader, okay? Management style, management style. It's wrong. That there's going to be situations where you're going to have to de decide, do you want profit or peace? Okay. Because if you're dealing with a narcissistic son of a gun who is your boss, that's never going to get any better because they never get any better. So you're going to have to come up with coping strategies that will allow you to stand underneath that, protect yourself professionally. I call it CYA, cover your wrong. Okay. And make sure that you don't wind up it's a target for that narcissistic situation. So if you want me to do a special video on how to deal with a narcissistic boss, let me know in the comments below and I'll put that on my list. But the whole idea of this one is just to say that sometimes we allow our trauma brains to walk us into unholy alliances toxic alliances and if you're serious about your business i mean in this case my client felt like his partner was dropping the ball and not standing up to his responsibilities and every time he confronted that partner about that they got off into this emotional cyclical argument that never addressed anything and he my client walking away feeling bullied with his tail between his legs and still nothing got done so if you want me to do something special about how to address a narcissistic boss, let me know below. If you want me to do something special on how our trauma brains could walk us into unholy partnerships and how to avoid that, let me know that too. I'm offering a complimentary breakthrough session. I put the link below under offers. So to click that button right now and schedule a complimentary breakthrough session with me. During the session, we're going to talk about what are your main concerns and what you want to change in your life. And we're going to talk about whether or not we will be a good partnership to, to address those issues. Always remember, your greatest power is realizing the truth of who you are. Always know that truth. Thank you for joining me today on When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime Podcast. Schedule your free breakthrough session now at lindafwilliams.com. That's lindafwilliams.com.